haven't seen, I haven't seen you in a minute, bro. Yeah, it's been probably over a year. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Class at eight? That's, I would never. Dude, okay, normally it's at seven, dude. No, I didn't have a choice. It's like the only time it's offered. Uh, dude, this guy, this, dude, this professor is so dumb, dude. He's like, he, so he was normally it's at seven, but he said he would push one until eight. But then he was like, at 7.29, he sends me an email. He's like, JK, guys, got home early. Class starts at 7.30. I got the email at 7.29. Bro, like, what? Like, He's trolling you, bro. He's bro, I was like, I was like nah, nah, this isn't happening. I didn't join until, like, 7.45, bro. I was like, no, no. Like, I am not, like, no. It's not happening. What class is this? Uh, It's like a MATLAB course. It's a total joke. <laughs> You're on record. You're on record. You, you don't. You don't. You don't learn anything there. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like it's just a time-consuming thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, I guess we can get this started. So I ask. Yeah. I always ask the first question: What do you want to be? When, like, like That's an occupation. The, occupation. Occupation. Mm. Um, I don't know. Probably. I guess. Like, I mean, like, dream would probably be like to like run my own like aerospace uh corporation or like in like business there mm. um but like i would like other than like aside from that if i don't like if that isn't like how i would go i'd probably go like um uh like a program manager at like some big aero cor- corporation it would be like a dream job you know what kind of caused you to be interested in aerospace engineering any clubs, teachers? Um, so, like, for me, it was, like, I mean, like, growing up, I was always, like, fascinated with planes. Like, I like I liked World War II a lot. Like, I when I was, like, like 10 or so, it was, like, World War II was, like, the big thing for me, you know? Um, and planes were huge. And I knew, like, a whole bunch of planes. But, like, as I got a little older, it was more, like, um, like my curiosity with, like, space. And then also, like always kind of wanting to challenge myself and like you know when you hear about aero you always think it's like one of like the hardest fields you know yeah, it is or like it's, it's literally hard. it's literally called ro- like it's literally rocket science you know like you can't yeah. use that joke where it's like it's not rocket science no it is rocket science you know so <laughs> um so that was like also kind of like a small factor but like i think main was just like like my curiosity with it and then also like I, I see it as like a field where you can make like some real impacts you know as like um there's like a lot to do still mm-hmm. in the field and uh, definitely want to be a part of that. Yeah. How, if at all, did you orient your high school career around that passion? Uh, yeah, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember you telling me about like nah, ball caps, like sophomore year, and you were just like, "Yeah, I wish I kind of done more." And like, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I mean it was yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I focused. I mean, you know, I did mainly like soccer in yeah. high school, just in my classes, and then. I mean, but then again, like, our, our like, Ososos doesn't have much for, like, any, like, outside engineering. Like, most, I mean, like, the science and math departments are pretty trash on campus yeah. there. Like, they, they are we definitely, all know the like, one math teacher, the GOAT. Yeah. That's the only good one. But, like, the rest of the department is really bad. And then the science department is not good either. So, mm-hmm. there's not really a good foundation there. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, so I didn't end up doing, like, I mean, some of the, some of these kids in like college, like their high schools, they come and they, they have like these really extensive STEM programs and stuff that are like, they had like an engineering course or something that got them into it. But for us, it wasn't really. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's a hard field like to do stuff in like if mm-hmm. you're not like already in it yeah yeah because like you know there's like a big learning gap so yeah. i mean i remember you telling me like when i went to go pick up i can't tell what i went to go pick up but it was some building, <laughs> let's just say building materials, all right? <laughs> but, oh, I remember, I remember. Yeah. I remember and you, I remember you telling me that it was like super hard because aerospace is very niche and like trying to get yeah. into that circle is like kind of hard. But I mean, I mean, what are you working on right now? Like, or what have you worked on and what are you currently working on? Oh man, no, I mean like the past year has been pretty crazy with like projects and stuff. Um, Obviously, the headliner is um, currently working on Cal Poly Pomona's first ever satellite to go into space. I'm one of the, the team leads for um, for that. So we've basically designed and built a whole satellite um, in a matter of three months, which is going to be like the second fastest satellite ever built, like ever across like all fields. <laughs> um, so it's been it's been pretty crazy to to go from like a just like a pure freshman like coming into college with like nothing um to being like a lead on the first ever space mission from from a college um so yeah i mean there's a lot to unpack there it's like there's like a long kind of path lots of ups and downs um along the way to get to like where we are working now but um yeah definitely how that would be you, the headliner. Yeah. How did you end up becoming a lead? And like, what is, or can you disclose any information on like how you're building the satellite? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, a little, I can, I can talk about a little stuff. There's some stuff I can't talk about because yeah. of like legal stuff, but yeah. um, so I, I guess kind of got to start from the beginning, but mm-hmm. I, so I came in uh, college, right. And I was like, I was actually on crutches at the time. I don't know if you knew this, but I broke oh, my really? foot. Yeah, I broke oh. my foot. I played. I, I fractured my my foot playing at, at goals down at goals, and I oh, I started college. I started college on crutches. Hey, like, you know why though? You know why though? It's because you go in rogue, bro. You go in full dude, body. No, full no. Body, bro. <laughs> bro, no, it was the weirdest thing ever. Bro, no, no, you just play weak, bro. You just play weak. Nah, what are you talking weak. about, dude? I was saucing. I, no, I you pushed. weren't, bro. I get pushed, no. but I get sauced. Ah, no, dude, no, no, no. You started on crutches. You get started on crutches. Yeah, yeah, but. I guess that was just like an irrelevant detail, but it, it was just like something that definitely reminds me of like the beginning of college because like it's pretty defining, you know, starting on crutches. Yeah. But especially on, on on Cal Poly's campus where it's like super hilly, it's uh-huh. like everything's uphill. So it's just like, <laughs> oh, God damn it, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so so I, I went in and I was just like, you know, I wanted to get like involved right away. Um, so I went to like a couple big club things. And then there was like a mass email for this club called Bronco Space. Mm-hmm. um which actually was just founded like they just like this uh when i went in this was their first semester of being a club mm-hmm. um so like i go and i go to the general meeting and then i get involved in one of their projects uh called belayed which is um balloon launch assessive directive uh for everyone which basically is where you develop a high altitude balloon mission mm-hmm. in like a cubesat form factor um a cubesat is like a it's basically a 10 by 10 by 10 centimeter cube uh, satellite. It's super tiny. Like think of it like, a, like yeah. basically the size of like a tissue box mm-hmm. is like the size of the satellite. Um, so we were doing that, like that, um, that ideology in a, in a balloon form factor. Um, so I work on that throughout like the whole first semester. Um, I'm the lead for one of the, like the team there. Like I just go, I just become a lead for the team, like that, my team. Yeah. Um, 
and we go through like a whole design process, um, like a whole like arrow, like field design process uh, uh-huh. from start to finish, from like conceptual design uh, to critical design. And um, so my team ends up like winning. I, I, we have the best design for that. Um, we didn't get to launch it because like COVID obviously, because we finished like design in like March. Or no, yeah, a little before March. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but we didn't get to like fully build it but the whole thing designed was there right and then there was like another project that came up uh through the same club through Banca space um and so i applied for a lead there and because the guys knew me from like all my experience mm-hmm. with blade so i got i got the lead position on that team for like the actual like orbital cube for an orbital cube set there um and then a couple months down the road we've been working on this one cube set and then this opportunity comes up where um, we get a we get a contract for a launch um, on a Falcon Nine, mm-hmm. and so we all kind of like jump ship and uh, design <laughs> pump out this pump out this satellite design and like do like a couple like a week or two mm-hmm. design it. I mean we've we've done a lot of iterations, um, but yeah, basically I got a lead because I was a lead on like the project that was going on, oh. and then when this when this um, when this opportunity came up, it was just like, um, like good timing. And just stuff. like everybody just moved, you know, like all the leads, like this, like the leadership group that was on this one project, like mm-hmm. working on this one project, all moved on to this new one, basically. Yeah. And like the other project is basically just like halted right now because this is taking precedent. Um, but I mean, that's like kind of yeah. lacking a, a good amount of detail, but like that's overview how it works. I mm-hmm. went in, won this comp, this design competition with like blade which is supposed to like basically the like their uh, learning curve process for the club mm-hmm. uh where you learn on a balloon launch and then you go to um hopefully work on like actual satellite so then applied got the lead and then we all kind of just jump ship when uh, uh the yeah. opportunity came up yeah, that's crazy so yeah. for like, the designing part of it what like how did you des- or for the first one for blade how did you yeah. design that and like um designing stuff like that uh like so what do you mean by like how to design like like as you're like you know how as you you know how like you have a team and like you want uh-huh. the competition for your design like yeah. what type of factors like go into designing okay like, 10 by 10 so yeah so like for this blade program um it's something where we came up with our own mission idea mm-hmm. um the mission we decided to do um was like testing the radiation shielding capabilities of 3D printed materials. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I ended up reaching out to this company um, and they were basically gonna sponsor us and provide us these filaments for us to test on our balloon mission. Mm-hmm. Um, like the main constraints obviously like that we were given for like the project going in was the size and weight like filling in the one U. Mm-hmm. Um, for the design so then we literally just packed in everything that we needed for this mission to function so um i guess like so we we took this concept of like this is what we want to test and then there's like a step-by-step development um it's it's just the normal design process where you go from conceptual design review where it's just like your concept basically like not totally like napkin design but you know like uh, a little more developed than that um, like forming out some like requirements, like, like what do you need? What does this want to do? Um, 
what do you need to do it and stuff like that. And then you go to PDR where you start a uh, preliminary design review where you start to like, actually like you might start to cat a little bit and you'll do more like analysis and stuff like on, on what this mission is actually going to take. And then uh, CDR is like the big one where it's like critical design review where you have like a whole filled out like um, CAD model, like computer aided design, um, like with every component laid out in exact position, like how it plans to manufacture, plans to test, plan, like your CDR is something that you take from, like once you do the CDR, you basically, that's like basically the plans to build it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so for us, like we had, like I spent a lot of time doing like this really detailed CAD model. We had a really good like, uh, testing plan and manufacturing plan um, along with a really feasible mission which, and a safe mission which was like definitely good points for us because yeah. it was something because it was still like the club's first year like I mentioned so it was something we just wanted to do and make sure it was like successful um, like when we presented the CDR there was a couple obviously like e-board members and then there's also like professors and outside industry people reviewing and they all kind of um, like gave us scores on like each of our categories so like um, Ooh, I don't remember the exact rubric, but it was like main things were like safety, feasibility, um, like how how like thorough is design? Um, is this like is there any like major concerns? And, and we had like checked off all the boxes where there wasn't anything where our design was like very complete. There wasn't any like um, big errors that you wouldn't like that you'd see in a design phase. It would be like more stuff you might like little things you would come across integration. But um, like basically just having that really, really complete design and like a solid mission, um, like led us to like being able to, to win the, the competition. Yeah, that's interesting. I was gonna ask you about like, the, like how you were scored, but yeah, I mean, you covered it already. So now yeah. talk about the, the big NASA, the big, <laughs> the big thing in your garage, bro. Yeah. What are some details that I can know? Like some, some hot, so, hot takes, bro. How are you building this thing? What goes into yeah. it? <laughs> Um, can I, you tell me how much it costs? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so the whole thing with a CubeSat is, I don't, I don't know if you've heard of a CubeSat before. No, I haven't. I don't think most people have, but I mean, there's like this thing, it's like this whole field of small satellites where, mm -hmm. which is under 250 kilograms. Right. And, um, a CubeSat is like, not even that, like a, a one, you a CubeSat has a maximum weight of 1.33 kilograms. Mm -hmm. Uh, these things are tiny, like absolutely small. Like every time I pick up a part, like I'm like, what, how, like, how is this this small? Like it, it doesn't make any sense, but like the whole field of aero has been like miniaturizing kind of, mm -hmm. um, because you, these CubeSats are really, really capable. Um, they can do amazing things because you design them specifically for one mission and they can execute that mission extremely well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like whole companies that have um, there's like this company called Planet Labs, which has like a whole array of CubeSats that give like 24 hour coverage of like the Earth and can give us like unprecedented levels of like surveillance mm -hmm. that like normal missions you can never because big satellites cost millions of dollars mm -hmm. to uh, make. But like these small satellites, they're cheap and you can do them faster mm -hmm. where you can put out a lot into like constellations and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I kind of but, think of it like the phone, like, you know how like people used to have those yeah. big block phones. Now we have like yeah. a tiny little thing and as the, the chips. So, yeah. Like, so it, it actually, um, like one of the main things that started with CubeSats is NASA did this mission called the, like the PhoneSat mission hmm. where they basically took like all uh, computer um, cost components, like consumer off the shelf components. Mm -hmm. And 
they threw together like a beep sat, which is just something that goes up and then sends down to signal. But mm-hmm. it was just a test of concept saying that like in this tiny little like one U, uh, mm-hmm. they did it in a one U that you can send up a satellite and it can like function on like completely uh, consuming off the shelf of components. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of leads to ours where ours is, so it's actually the, the satellite that we designed is a 1.5 U. So mm-hmm. it's weird. The sizing is like not exactly. So it's not 150 yeah. centimeters. It's, it's 170 centimeters by 10. Uh, or it, it's one, it's 17 centimeters by 10 by 10 centimeters, which mm-hmm. is really weird. But don't ask me why it's like that. But <laughs> I don't know. But, um, but it, the thing that's cool is um, it is like all uh, consumer, mainly consumer off the shelf components. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does like limit price a lot down um so we're talking like under a hundred thousand dollars okay that's still a lot of money but <laughs> I, hear you, yeah. I hear you i, I get yeah that. so i think so i think i was just under Ooh, i i haven't looked at like budgets lately but i think it ours is under like 60 at least so it's a pretty cheap satellite yeah. um and basically like our our, our mission is called um our mission is to like test ai capabilities of this like computer chip in space mm-hmm. um basically doing like a lot of like ai computing and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you're are uh, you working in tandem with like computer scientists and all that uh well we have a whole we have our whole own like software team uh-huh. uh like the our team is basically divided into like three main categories which is like the mechanical team um uh, basically um it handles everything from like mechanical design to like integration testing um those are like the three main categories and there's just like a lot of random other stuff and then hardware which is like all their electronics so they do like all like pcb design and uh, um just like interfacing like electronics and wiring and solar panels and stuff like that and then we have our whole software team which has been like we've been doing some great work and they, they focus on like multiple aspects from just like um running the mission like just getting analysis from the the satellite on um what it what is what its state is to um developing like the whole ai package for the payload to run mm-hmm. uh, it's all like done like basically in our team we don't have like any like outside computer uh, scientists or anything like that interesting interesting that's crazy yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely quite the mission but and it's really cool because it is quite feasible with the um with the cost parts it, it makes it something where um that it just wasn't possible like uh, just you know a decade ago or something yeah. where um a timeline like this uh, where we do it in like three four months is um something that's not heard of like i mean you look at nasa missions and stuff like they're like 10 years you know from like concept to delivery sometimes more i mean james webb's been going on for like what like 30 years now or something like that yeah i mean that's like a terrible example but like um it is it is extremely fast where i think the average keeps that mission is like two years from like concept to delivery which mm-hmm. is a really really good timeline still for um for this kind of stuff yeah that's crazy i mean this year was a bit, pretty big year i mean you've seen spacex with dragon right yeah and this month is, right, it, they're doing commercial crew right um i'm not sure or something like that but I mean, yeah, I mean, you're really in, you're in the spot where things are starting to pick up and the technology, as you've mentioned, has like definitely accelerated. Yeah, 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 for right. sure. Uh, it's, um, yeah, every, like, 
Uh, what we like to say is like the CubeSats are kind of like um, like the Wild West where there's nothing that's really like for sure about them where mm-hmm. there's not like a lot of like defined requirements or anything that's like, like locked down. You can only do this or you can't do this. It's really like whatever you can like make happen in the, in that form factor in those spaces. Um, and it's quite interesting that every, every year they, um, it changes new technologies. Um, a lot of universities are starting to strive for them more and more. Um, and also like, um, big companies and stuff like that use them quite frequently. Yeah. And for like CubeSats, like as a whole, like how did this, what does it go like to like bring it up just like through NASA or like bring what it up mean, to, like into orbit and all that stuff? Like we're just testing it. Oh, so wait, what, what do you mean by like, I like, how do you get the CubeSat into the air, bro? Like into space. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> ours specifically or yeah, just in general? Okay. So, um, yeah, ours is, will launch um at an undisclosed date in um undisclosed yeah i can't yeah i can't um maybe later maybe later i'll tell Mm. you but um it'll go up on a falcon 9 um and then there's basically these things where it just rides like in the payload bay on the falcon 9 and then there's these um special things called deployers and they literally are just like a cubesat deployer they basically just have a spring in them um, so once you're in orbit, um, in your desired orbit, then they'll just like open the hatch and deploy you out the spring and you just kind of get shot out there. Um, and that's basically how you go from land to, to into orbit. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it will be quite the experience. Um, hopefully I'm, we get to go watch the launch. Um, everybody's pretty excited about it. The dang COVID really threw a wrench in a lot of people's plans. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. I do hope that you get a. I mean, contact me when you. When yeah, yeah, for what, sure. What is what is? I'll definitely, I'll definitely uh, put it out there. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, COVID's definitely been uh, been an interesting time. You know, it's like got to get a lot of a lot of restrictions. Um, all meetings online, a lot of virtual work. You know, um, stuff like just thrown in people's garages, working in like groups of like one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe three but um everything's kind of slowly like not slowly obviously it's a really time but it's uh it's definitely a unique experience like mm-hmm. building a satellite in these conditions mm-hmm. yeah i was like gonna ask like how do you think like COVID has affected your type of like in like your career and like how do you think it has affected productivity like a little bit or a lot um for me personally no like i don't think it's affected my productivity like that much uh, I mean, the only thing is like, um, like I mean, when it comes to school, it's nice like having for me like having a schedule, mm-hmm. like uh, getting up like, like keeps me getting up in the morning and and getting right to work most of the days. But like overall, I think I mean I've been pretty productive over the uh, the gap. Like I would say like oh uh, yeah, well, I mean <laughs> I mean I would say like building a satellite is definitely not something yeah, that I would say is not productive. So I wouldn't say like was a big hurt and I don't definitely don't think it hurt my career mm-hmm. like career aspirations as I think it only like I kept working I kept uh everybody in the group kept striving throughout like the whole time um mm-hmm. and we kept pushing forward and kept ourselves busy doing a ton of different stuff all over the place and um yeah I think uh, anybody in the group is just like better to themselves um and their chances at like a, the career they want from um in this time I know a lot of other clubs on campus and um a lot of other projects have been like shut down and people haven't really done anything 
but um i gotta give her like tip my hat to like the, the group that i'm in uh we definitely worked like tirelessly throughout like the whole summer um throughout the whole break and continue like every day mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's kind of non-stop i i don't like i don't mind it it's uh quite the experience i know i mean you experienced college like as a freshman without like covid or for the most part right? yeah yeah so i mean i went what we hit in March. I remember there was a day in March when we uh, we were in the library, we were just kind of hanging out, and then we all saw the email like, "Oh snap, we don't come back tomorrow," you know. And everybody was just like, "Oh damn, what the what the heck? This is this is weird. Like, what the mm-hmm. heck is happening?" But yeah, I mean, I had like what like seven months, eight months, mm-hmm. probably like regular, I guess. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was okay. Like I don't know. I would I would definitely redo stuff going back, but. Um, yeah i mean like as like as a freshman transitioning from high school what was like the biggest difference and like better worse how is it um i mean it it depends on like i guess categories and stuff because Mm -hmm. i would definitely say um like for me personally it was like like the work aspect of everything was a lot better like i mean my freshman year i got like i was in first semester i had uh like seven 18 units which is like dude the way cowboy works is like so weird like 18 right yeah yeah the the, the, the the way cowboy works is so weird so like other schools like UCs and stuff you'll take four classes and you'll be chilling at like 16 17 units mm-hmm. dude i was in like i think six unit uh six classes the first semester for uh like 16 or 17 units 16 yeah. or 17 i forget exactly and then but the second semester dude i was in nine classes for 18 units wait what that's funny. i had to take nine classes just to get 18 units because I, I had there was so many classes that were one unit or two units it was ridiculous yeah like what types of classes was were those um so i took like some intro aero classes which they kind of screw you over because they make they list them under lab classes which mm-hmm. puts them at only one unit even though they're basically yeah. just lecture classes and they only have like one lab throughout the whole semester mm-hmm. um and then i took like some like my math classes like my calc three and my differential equations and then like my physics classes like chemistry um you didn't take chem though i killed myself yeah (laughs) yeah, um i had to take what else i had to take took some other arrow classes some like dynamics um I don't even remember, dude. They were all worthless, like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> let them know. Let them know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. They were, they were not, they're not it, bro. But I, I, yeah, I had to take so many classes just to get units. And then I had, like, uh, throughout the year, I had, like, three projects at, like, going at most times. What was your favorite class out of the ones that you said were worthless? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, probably the class I learned the most in uh-huh. Uh, my favorite. <laughs> just learned the most. Okay, <laughs> this, is, this would be my favorite because I actually it was actually like I can look back at it and it was like you know what I actually came away with something from this class, you know? uh-huh. uh, which would be my Calc three class, which is kind of cool because I was talking by this guy, uh, this professor named uh, uh, Ben Miller, and he works at uh, JPL Deep Space Laboratory. He works on like the rovers and like operating them and stuff like that, and it was kind of cool. Um, but. Yeah, I definitely, like, actually learned something in that class. The other classes, not so much, but, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I would, yeah, I mean, I would say, like, 
I don't know. The the classes are. I don't know. I haven't found like any of them that are like that helpful. Like I would say, like, dude, I would probably like twice as smart as I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like at least just from like my experience with like all this, like CubeSat stuff, like and mm-hmm. space stuff. I would say, I uh, definitely like probably double as smart as I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying that you learn better on the job and sitting. Yeah, in the- I didn't learn any like dude, this is this is this is a this is a saying I kind of I kind of like now and I kind of go by. It's like. Uh, it's don't let your classes get in the way of your education. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true throughout like most engineering majors. And I think, I don't know, uh, some other majors too, but from what I've talked to is um, everybody learns a lot more from just like when you actually start doing stuff, then you have a world from any of your classes. Mm-hmm. Um, when they give you like a formula or something, it doesn't really have a meaning. And then you kind of yeah. see the meaning behind all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see how like stuff actually applies. Um, but also it's like you see how like meaningless most of the stuff you learn in the classes is because <laughs> yeah. it's like I mean especially for me like um because I like more like big picture programmatic stuff mm. where it's like these classes focus on like the math and the formulas and stuff and it's like but I don't even need this like this isn't worth my time um I won't be ever doing this um mm. and it's it, it's honestly the pointless because it's like some of the classes I'm in now it's like I'm in like controls and stuff um like mm. control theory and it's like they don't teach you they barely teach you about like overall systems of like how the control system works they teach you about like the math behind the control system which is really like not helpful because it's like you need to understand how the control system works before you can like dive into like how to actually like operate it you know they kind of do it the opposite way where it's like this is the math behind it kind of work backwards and it it just it's just like it's kind of stupid but and it, it makes it like kind of worthless because if you don't even understand the control system, how are you supposed to like um, make one, you know? That's true. I mean, yeah, I've been saying it, bro. I've been saying it. We just, we've been teaching, been teaching a lot of fluff, but I feel like it's also, they have to, it's, you know. I don't know. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, they basically design it. I don't know. It's weird. I, mm-hmm. I just don't think like most of the stuff they teach in classes is actually useful for anything. Um, like stuff you learn, like just doing stuff and getting like involved with stuff is like, yeah. like way more and way actually more useful. Yeah. Because like they teach stuff and it just doesn't apply. Like for, I think that it's true for like every field. Yeah. Like even just getting a job in general, like you mm-hmm. can have all these qualifications. I took this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. But you're on the like, job. I mean, you're doing the job. The yeah. thing is too, if like, if you just take a class, like the odds of you actually being able to apply like anything from that class to a job is very minimal. Yeah. Like, say like there's like you need to do um like you have an aerodynamics class this class is going to like barely touch the surface maybe of Mm -hmm. some of the stuff you'll need so if you want to actually like if you want to do aerodynamics you want to work in aerodynamics you might as well just start doing it like if you start doing it you'll learn 10 times more in three months than you will in the whole class like which is a six months class like it it just it the classes just don't have the same return as if you actually start working on stuff you want to work on I mean, not to get like whatever educational or whatever, how do you think we should kind of cater our school systems to kind of that type of like concept, like more hands-on, like what do you suggest? I mean, I, I think it's not like something where it needs to be like, like, I, I, like are you talking about like at the college level or like at yeah, high, like high school? Okay. School. I mean, it's I think, down eventually, but. 
Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, the thing is, like, I just I think there should just be like a greater push for, um, like to get like actually on projects and stuff more. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I think like you get the like the, the curriculum at, for like Cal Poly, like for Arrow, is basically designed for five years. Like, very like most I would say the the average student is there five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because of pure course load, right? And I think the thing is, like, I, you know, some students get bogged down in just doing courses and stuff, and it, like, hinders their ability to, like, actually, like, figure out um, and, like, work on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it, it's hard because it, it, it's hard to, like, change the whole education system. But um, I think there's definitely some things that are good. Like, I, I know, like, we have, like, you have to do like a project there's like a senior project that you have to get credit for mm-hmm. um but i think it's really like it really comes down to more of like redesigning the classes focusing on stuff that's going to be actually more useful than like this like nitty-gritty math mm-hmm. like like you can spend like dude on like some of the homeworks for like controls i don't know i'm picking on that class right now but yeah. um you can spend like you can spend like half an hour just doing algebra for a question which has nothing to do with controls just to do the, just to like solve the problem, yeah. which is algebra, which like, it doesn't like, you already know you can do the, like everybody can do the algebra. It's just a matter of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, it's rough there where it's like, if you actually like can tutor, like tune the classes to focus on stuff that's actually going to be impactful and actually help these like students like have information that they can like develop and grow more than just like these nitty gritty, like detailed um, stuff it will be like a lot better. Yeah. I mean, kind of moving away from that, are there any misconceptions about an aerospace engineer? Like something that you thought an aerospace engineer was or did or acted, I guess. And then now that you're like kind of in, like really in the mix that mm-hmm. you see that it's like different. Um, honestly, it's not as hard as I thought. dude bro were you telling me about it like i like i know like a little bit about like just the concept of aerospace but i was just like bro you guys literally crazy bro yeah 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 so it's like i mean dude yeah i mean i had that's that's an issue i have like it's hard to talk to people like let me know if you don't like understand anything i say um Just stop, you know, I was trying to explain it because, like, there's, like, some things that I'm just talking and it's just, like, common stuff between, like, us all the time. So, it's, like, I don't even think that nobody else knows it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, you know, it's, it's not as bad as I, I, like, I thought. You know, I thought it'd be, like, crazy, but I, I, I think that's also maybe just because, like, how I am, where it's, like, um, I really like, uh, like, management and upper, like, overview of a lot of things like I'll I'll have like a ton of things in my head and then I just divide out like tasks um for stuff so I'm not really like what I've done over this last year isn't really like nitty-gritty I won't I won't be the one sitting there solving math equations mm-hmm. I'll like have somebody on on a team my team or something doing that mm-hmm. um but even then like even if I'm doing it I don't think it's like the equations are there and, and it is practical I don't think it's something that's like extremely challenging and like most people like shy away from because they mm-hmm. think it's, Oh, this is the arrow. It's big, scary. Like, you know, yeah. um, like once you, once you start going in, like if you just like can start to apply yourself a little bit, it's, it's really not as bad as like a lot of people think. Like, I mean, like I'm a freshman, like literally leading uh, a lead for like a satellite. Like, I don't think it gets like 
much more than than you than yeah. that you know what i mean so it's um it's definitely something that people like can get into um and you just have to like apply yourself um i think like again the biggest help is getting outside of the classes because like if i was just in classes right now i mean i'm kind of ahead i'm in like starting my junior level classes mm. but like if you're just like a regular sophomore or freshman you'll you'll be behind like where you won't like actually feel like you're in the field until later until you start getting into those projects and stuff the um, projects early i've been trying yeah, to I mean, finance internship uh, you got any friends Link me yeah up. i mean the thing is like yeah i didn't mean i didn't even apply for internships like over the summer like mm -hmm. i probably should apply for one next year i'm still deciding if i'm going to but i'm i'm like really just like enjoying um like working on like this project and stuff yeah. like that so i didn't want to like take anything over the summer to do that like take away from what you're doing yeah i was like i was just like dude this is probably gonna be almost like equal or better than like what i would get an internship so yeah. i kind of just stuck with this for sure for sure mm, i guess well i have someone who writes some of these questions for me he wants to add right. with an increasingly polarized political climate what are your thoughts on the upcoming election how oh, this is so random. it is for young people yeah i don't know He's like really political, so I guess I, I, I have to get it into there. So, what are my like thoughts on the upcoming election? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, I, I kind of have an idea of what you want to say, <laughs> or what. I mean, so like the thing is, like, I'm not actually very political. Like, I yeah. am actually pretty. I mean, moderate. yeah, I know you aren't, but I just wanted yeah. to see if you had any thoughts. I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty moderate, like <laughs> where, um, but I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty ill educated on this actually. Like I. I mean, I hear Trump talk all the time. That's just because he's the president, though, right? Like, I haven't, I haven't actually listened to anything of Biden's because, like, once again, I'm super busy right now. But um, I don't know. Like, it's um, this election is definitely going to be interesting. Um, I think Trump might have screwed him over just because he might lose just because of the amount of people that like don't like him, yeah. or then like the people that like Biden. Like, I, I feel like it's like one of those cases, just because of like all the stuff that he says. Um, but I think it, it's probably going to be once again, like surprisingly, like close, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it sounds like something where it's like, obviously one side, like, yeah. I, I mean, from what I've heard, like around people are like super thrilled with Biden and mm. obviously nobody's super thrilled with Trump. So like, I, I don't know. It's like, who's it, it's for me, it feels like who's the lesser of the two evils, you know, so, like, <laughs> like who do we want? Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know. Um, I actually ended up. I just registered to vote today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was like, like ads and stuff. And yeah. Hey, can yeah. I just say that I know you're a Lakers fan and the Nuggets won? Dude, that was. Why are you a Nuggets fan, bro? Bro, what the way? Nah, just the like. Okay, so like six years ago or whenever they signed Yacht Jokic and stuff, uh -huh. I was like paying attention and I didn't really have a team. I was more of like a players person. Like I like all these. Okay. Players. Yeah. I'm yeah. Player centric. Sure. But then, like, I saw just the way they played. I was like, I, I got to be a fan of this team. Been supporting them. We came out with an L last year. That's tough. But this year, we're still going to come out with the L. But I just wanted to rub it in your face. Wow. <laughs> dude, the, dude, the Nuggets were hitting literally everything tonight. Like, tonight, everything went in. But, you see uh, that, that shot from Jokic on AD? That she was yeah, yeah, yeah. And he literally dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's one of those nights where you're just like, all right, everything's just going to go in, bro. Like, what is this? You know? Our bench was going crazy. But yeah. Like, I just nice. how old LeBron is. And that's all I can say. <laughs> you need some help, bro. Yeah. He some help. And he's okay. playing with some old men. But, yeah, I just want to rub that in your face. 
<laughs> I mean, whenever they come next, I'm gonna be watching, and we're gonna lose. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. They're gonna <laughs> lose the next two, bro. But that's crazy. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm so proud because we got body. <laughs> we got body the first game. Oh yeah. Game. We got AD got lucky, but I'll just leave it to AD getting lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we were down a lot in the second game, anyways. Yeah. yeah. You guys, yeah, it was a comeback. Yeah. I mean, you were a senior when I was a sophomore. What was your first impression of me? Of you? Yeah. Or like you're, whenever. Like whenever you're you one lazy ass kid. That was my impression <laughs> of you. What are you talking about? You're, yeah. You're yeah you can expose me like that. What is this? <laughs> Dude, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I, I met you kind of my freshman. I mean, you were a freshman year. Because, yeah. like, I was um, playing. I mean, I didn't talk to you much, but um, I don't know. Sophomore year, I don't know. It was – so, like, the thing that was, like, my senior year was weird because it was, like, most of the guys that I had played with, like, mm. were, like, off the team, you know. Yeah. So, it was just, like, a, a select group of seniors. And then I think we ended up talking a lot because, like, of classes and, like, actually like, educational, like, stuff, like, yeah. where we were, like, similar kind of like that where, you know, like, in sports, there's, like, the stereotypical um, – gpas and then there was like, <laughs> and then like kind of we were on the opposite end of the spectrum um so i think that was a like, kind of but i know i did i did notice you were rather lazy you would always complain <laughs> like in weight room you're like ah nah not today bro not today <laughs> hey bro i'm big bro uh, no you're not big i'll just say that i'm hold on i'll, I'll just bring it i know this audio podcast bro hey 25 25 15, I can bench. I can't see stuff. I can't see anything, bro. Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, shit. Is it- <laughs> oh, you got, you got a whole bench in here? Yeah. Oh, I got a snap. So, yeah, I'll be working out. So, <laughs> I'm no longer small, bro. I okay, live- dude. You're so okay, small. I'll probably get a few hundred. Watch. Next, if you ever nah, see nah, nah, the nah. weight room, bro, I'm out. I'm crazy. Are you still like 5'3 or whatever? Hey, 5'3. Oh, <laughs> I just got roasted in the other podcast. <laughs> Zach, you're not that, you weren't that much taller than me, and I definitely grew. I'm 5'7. I, you're 5'7? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like 5'8. Yeah, get off my case, bro. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. <laughs> That's crazy. I was just getting roasted about this. No, man. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. You're my sophomore bully. You see, look, still bullying me. That's crazy. Still bully. Yeah, still my bully. That's what, that's what, that was my job as a senior, dude. What else was I supposed to do? That's crazy. But yeah, I kind of like... You're like, yeah, I was rather nice. I was rather nice. Yeah. Yeah, You. I kind of did see you, like, as, like, the older brother. Just because, like... <laughs> I mean, like, let's talk about, like, the other people. Like, the seniors when I was a freshman. Like, they were cool. Oh, uh, no, nah, yeah. Like, Angelo, like, I love that fool. But, like, Angelo was, yeah. Like, they were just... It's, like, the age gap and, like, Obviously, you talked about, like, the education or whatever. So, like, uh-huh. you kind of, like, led me through and, like, talked to me about stuff. And so Yeah, like, I mean, like, the thing is, yeah, like, in, the, in that kind of program, it's, like, you know, there's – most of the kids are really similar where they just, like, kind of go to school and mess around and stuff. But it's, like, definitely, like, that thing where it's, like, um, there's only a few that are, like, at the top or, like, have different kind of, like, goals and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that's definitely why we probably ended up talking a lot during yeah. that. room. Yeah, how is school going for you now? I mean, it's probably been pretty. Bro, weird. I wake up. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've been sleeping through some of the classes. No, oh, man. What do you have this year? Yeah, wait, what you said? Wait, what classes do you have this year? I have BC, AP Stats, Latin. Why are you taking both? Wait, 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 why are you taking both maths? 
because I need stats for like the job I need to do. I need like I'm trying to go into. So I'm trying to get like the credit. Which is what? Actuarial science. And which then I'm is... a major. It's like, um, like say you have like a business plan. I do like a ton of like these graphs. It's kind of like data science, but it's like more of like prediction and like saying like how these decisions will affect or I kind of predict what these decisions are going to be. So like, it's like a little bit of like business, economics, finance, kind of all. Wait, so what do you, what do you, you just, what do you take in? Like what data do you take in? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so like from, from either previous things like or previous projects or all this other stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things. So like mainly there's health insurance or health insurance. And I think there's one more and like, there's like government. So like probably insurance. So like, like it's like rates and all that type of stuff. Like if they want to like make a change and I mean, you and can look that up into it. And then into. you just give them like risk output or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like stuff like that. Uh, I've heard of that before. Generally. Yeah. But I mean, there's 11 exams. That's Wait, like, why do you want to do that? I mean, one, it pays, but two, I really like, I always want to do like something math based at least because I know that's like my strength, uh-huh. but I feel like it's really interesting and it kind of ties in a lot of things that I like, like doing like economics. I really wanted to go into economics and become like an economist, but like, I feel like that, I feel like it gets too political and like a little schmojo mojo, you know how like, some- uh, yeah, I mean, it, it depends like what side of economics you go yeah. into. Cause like, I mean, like, I guess there's like two sides where it's like, well, I mean, you're talking about like pure investing there's like the two sides where it's like fundamentalism versus like the new era kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and like so if you go into like new era stuff you'll probably get more math than you would um like other like if you go fundamentalism it'll be a lot more politics yeah but also mainly just i mean the cash is nice I mean, Wait, how much, how, what's the average salary for you i mean starting like okay so either you have to take 11 exam well i don't care i'm not exactly for sure. like oh just to get like your license or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot but you can start like working as an intern or like not like an intern like an assistant an actuary mm-hmm. assistant by passing three i think okay. it's seven i'm thinking seven i, I might have been like over exaggerating 11 but okay. These are like, so it's like the P exam, the F exam, all this stuff. So it has like um, financial investing, like calculus, all this other stuff. Okay. Like starting salaries are like 80K, right? Like as an assistant and you only have to pass three tests. So that's like, I mean, I kind of am minimizing like how hard the tests are. Cause like it's usually 50% pass rate. And these people are like, who are going are pretty smart. But, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, it's just like, I mean, the money's there. You can you kind of work your own schedule, really. The communication, I kind of like not having to, um, like, I mean, obviously you're just working within your group, but mm-hmm. I feel like you, I don't really have to report to many, a lot of people. And it's like really f- flexible. And like, I've like seen like a lot of like posts about how like rewarding it is, so. And I feel like also it just is a job that isn't like, like engineering and all this stuff, it's like more creative and like you can kind of, it's like, it's not a job that'll go away. And yeah, I feel yeah. like stuff like accounting and all that stuff will eventually kind of go away and fade out uh-huh. the job expectancy. So it's like, I'm kind of thinking of that. And it's a, a niche field kind of, cause like a lot of people don't so, want these tests. Yeah. So I was thinking like, if it's literally just like inputting data and like, then you output like a scale of risk basically, is, isn't there just like a, a code you could develop to like control the things for you or like what, what is stopping that from happening? 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't really know like the huge nitty gritties and stuff, but uh-huh. like because like think about it, like if you could like if you start like if you were to do something where you start a company or, or thing where you develop like a code that can just do the job, mm-hmm. like you know how much money you'd make because like, you just take like because then you would just go to companies and use your database and quickly make a whole bunch of money. That's true, but I feel I mean there's a lot of like database and stuff, but it's kind of like the uncertainty and I mean risk output is a lot harder than it sounds like no no no, i understand because you have like you figure out like where you're kind of at and then there's all these Mm -hmm. margins but i mean it's something that still could be like probably done especially if you have like a large database of like past stuff that you compile and use as like a backlog of stuff i mean yeah like i mean the designing and reviewing and all this Uh other stuff administering it's like it's a lot of like stuff but yeah like what you said like i mean sure there's like code and all this stuff but I mean, at the end of the day, actuaries are actually making those decisions and like, uh, like uh, okay, like it'll input a number, but it's like our job to kind of interpret that number and see if it's- Yeah, like, so I mean, like, I guess like, I mean, companies end up paying for like you then, like, I guess yeah. is your reputation like basically the biggest thing in that yeah, field? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like the whole math and stuff, but it's like yeah. my, the decisions that I'm helping them make. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's like, so you, you basically do a consultant. Yeah, which is like super good because it's- I mean, I was listening to this podcast, but like, this name's like Nav Naval Ravikant. Don't okay. fact, don't fact check me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that like, like you want to be able to do something that only you can do, and I was like, I mean, it really applies to you because like engineering is that, and like all these jobs that are creative. So that kind of really got me like super interested because like your value should be like way higher because you can only do those jobs. So I was kind of thinking about it like that in that way, and that's like. I feel like this job fits that. And I mean, personally, like it has all the stuff that I really want to do. Like, I don't want to be kind of confined to just finance or just uh-huh. all this stuff. Like I kind of want to like have like statistics, economics, and this job actually has them all computer science. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, the only thing is like, I would just be worried about like how, where you get started. Cause like, yeah. can you go like, so if you pass those tests, can you like for sure just get a job? like as an assistant or yeah well usually yeah i mean you have to work um you can work in interns as an intern and you kind of it's kind of like that typical college route where you intern then you pass it and then obviously your resume speaks for yourself your resume gets you the interview then the interview obviously yeah i mean so like but once you're an assistant like how do you go to like senior like what's the you just have to pay okay so what to get become like a senior and like become a fully you just have to get fully licensed and then Okay. There's and then jobs out there because insurance has, uh, well, don't get exactly quote me, but they are not a lot of people have actuaries. They have CFAs, which is kind of like they do less. Okay. So the actuaries, I mean, it's a pretty sought out job and all that stuff. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I was just wondering because, like, if there's like, because it seems like it's really reputation based. Yeah. So it's like something where it's like, I don't know if you need to build up, like, you would have to build up a really solid reputation, like, in the assistant to be able to like go by yourself and be like a full-time you know yeah i think it's just like for the assistant being an assistant it's like the hands-on like that kind of how you were talking about like you learn yeah you'll learn you'll learn eventually you'll learn way more than you there's tests i aren't like anything yeah like i'm doing calculus on this test but i'm not gonna know how to like it's like just you know just hands-on things yeah yeah yeah, being an assistant is that that's what it is but i mean once you get 
fat pass all the exams, then you can just go on. And yeah, dude, I bet, like, once you, like, pass the exams and stuff, you probably won't even ever, like, touch calculus again. Yeah, like, like honestly. Yeah, it's like, like certification aspect. For sure. Because, honestly, I, it'll come to the point where you probably, like, later in your career, where you, like, understand, like, you can look at a set of numbers or a set of data or whatever they give you, and you can kind of, like, almost already infer what the calculus would give you, you know? Or whatever, like the process you use, you probably could already see the result, you know, just be like, ah, this probably looks like it's gonna do this, this, and this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll just learn that from just being around it so much. And yeah, and yeah, I was just like saying, like, I was like just looking around and I don't know, I think it really just really fits me. And a lot of people aren't really going into it. Yeah, I mean, it's good, like, at least you have like something to, to shoot for, you know? Like, I kind of was thinking about it last year, but I didn't really do a lot of studying into, I mean, obviously this year, like, mm-hmm. I started to really look into it. But yeah, that's yeah. like. So, so, is there special like programs for it, like at colleges? Is yeah. It, is okay. It... So, there's only, I think there's only eight in California. I know UCSB, UCLA have one. Um, Cal State Fullerton has one. So, those are like the three main ones that I'm gonna be applying to. to. Yeah. But you have to like get general requirements to be put in the program. But those actually have programs catered to doing the test and like all this stuff. It's okay. like general stuff, but like, I mean, you can just do it anywhere. So you can just do the test on yourself? Basically. Yeah, you, yeah, you can do your test by yourself. Is there a penalty for failing? Uh, no, you can take it as many times. It's like the SAT. How much does it, how much does it cost? They're, I'm, I believe, $120. I don't. Oh, shoot. Well, are you taking one yet? <laughs> no, fool. Why not? This is some crazy stuff, bro. This is, this is some, like, calculus BC. This is, like, some Ooh, real. Why not? Wait, just take it. Bro, what are you talking about, fool? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think definitely I'm going to try to get two or three done in my college years. Next month? And then, yeah. <laughs> Next month. <laughs> Why not? I'm just saying, like. Okay. Well, wait. How, like, actually, how hard can it be? Like, is, like. Dude, why have you. Not- oh, okay, all right. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you the class. I didn't actually think of look at the class because I'm not even there yet. The first two exams are $225. Those are. Ah, dude, you're chilling. All right. And then look, costs gradually increased to $1,100. Okay, well, you got the first two tests, no problem. <laughs> that's facts. That's facts. Like those, those, I definitely want to get done by my sophomore year. And then the yeah, other. You should one, finish, like, finish them by the end of the semester. <laughs> dude, you're crazy. Bro, I'm dead ass. Like, dude, like, here's the thing. If you can finish those two tests, dude, you can probably, like, at least get, like, an internship for your first summer mm-hmm. at, at, like, a real place. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, you're almost there. You know what I mean? Like, they can hire you, like, the next summer or whatever when you finish that third. Yeah. Like, dude, because here's the thing. Like, when you come in as a freshman, like, nobody expects you to, like, I mean, like, most companies aren't even looking for freshmen. Like, I mean, I've talked I talk to, like, a whole bunch of people at career fairs and stuff. They're like, you know, like, come back junior year or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something where it's like, if you actually have like, you know, like if this is just the only qualification that you, like if these tests are the only qualification that you need to get into the field and you're, uh, like you're already, you've already taken some of them as your freshman, like yeah. you're like way ahead of the it's curve. You know I mean? Yeah. You're yeah. like, not- you're like noticeably ahead of the curve. Mm. Um, so they can definitely like secure you like, or mm. give you a much better chance of like getting an internship. And once you have an internship. The rest, of it, dude, the rest of it will be easy, like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. That's why I've been, like, kind of, like, trying to – because one of my friends has – dad has an insurance company, but he doesn't have an actuary. So I need to, like, actually talk it through with an actual actuary. Because, like, you know, the stuff you read online, 
Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's like kind of a general basis, but specifically, I kind of want to like get that like communication and see how it actually is. And uh-huh. I'm not exactly super specific. I mean, I've been on the actual website like bajillions of times, but I mean, the information I couldn't actually tell you from site. But yeah, yeah that, I mean, it's like something where yeah, I'm definitely motivated but I think- to like actually get the stuff done and be early because I don't want to be like obviously because like it's gonna after I like I get my four-year degree I can pretty much do and go into the field and all that stuff so it's like that mm-hmm. but I mean you don't even have to wait dude yeah that's what I'm saying you know I mean like that's true. if like you want to like work it out but I also have like the course load now so like, definitely in the summer for sure I mean dude it's high school that's true but also like now it's like I don't even know the basics of calculus and that is plays a huge role into the other stuff. So like I have to get these courses done and then I can Well you won't even dude. I'll just accelerate it. What what even is yeah. so does it tell you topics for the first course? Or I, yeah, it, you can see all the lists all the lists of exams. Or is it send me a link, send me a link, Yeah, I'll drop it in the chat right now. Or yeah. are you on your computer on Zoom? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll just drop it in the chat though. I mean, this is like, this is uh, the go to go, all this other stuff. So, so this is, is this the first one or what? Uh, chapter two, what is this? Mm, you should, we should list all of them. So, exam P is probability, exam FM is financial. Oh, dude, if the first one's probability, you're chilling. That's easy as hell. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if it's the probability that we'd be thinking it's not like flip this coin. No, 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 dude. I mean, like study for like two months, and I would say like, take the test. Yeah, that's usually like the or time, or like um, three to six months. So you know, you know, like a big thing. Like I mean, I didn't. Um, a big thing, like when like some of the founders of like the Broncos space, the club that I do most of stuff mm-hmm. for. Yeah, like the big thing for them and a big turning point, like for like all like this future success for everything, um, was they went to this conference called SmallSat which is like an international conference of like people who just worked on CubeSats. Um, so like going to a conference or it would be like virtual this year, but attending a conference where you can like actually talk to a, and hear a whole bunch of presentations from like people like going on now is probably a really, really good way to get your foot in the door. Like just to feel it out more. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just looked one up. There's like one in October for actuaries, but, um, sure. um, but yeah, I think like I think you should go to a conference. Like yeah, definitely. Especially because virtual, the virtual dude, they're gonna be free most yeah. of the time, or like low cost, and then you'll get to hear a whole bunch of speeches, and then maybe network with people. I don't know. It'll be kind of hard over virtual, but like conferences are definitely the way. Like just go to the conference, put your foot in the door, talk to people. People are like always recruiting here too, so you might yeah. even find something like at these conferences um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Especially if it's only 220 bucks to do that test. Like, go to the conference, talk to people, feel like maybe I should take the test, and then, like, work towards it, and I would take it, like, sooner than later. For sure, for sure. I'll keep that in I'll definitely keep that in mind. I, I don't I would, I really, okay, I'll tell you, I know this sounds crazy. I was like, I'm going to do it this junior summer, like, going into senior year. Uh-huh. But, you know, I just, I didn't really do yeah. it. Yeah, so, like, I think the biggest thing that, I, like, one of the biggest things that I've learned is, like, you know, I think in, like, high school, I was also, like, kind of, like, afraid to do things, like, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I didn't want to like start anything, you know, like any like side project or anything like that. So I just like, I just kind of stuck with like soccer and, and school. Yeah. Um, 
But like one of the things I, I, I think I picked up is like the best thing you can do for yourself is just throw yourself into the field yeah. and throw yourself into like these things. Like throw yourself in over your head and you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, if like, because if you're always like, you, you, swim, know, you, bro, you just throw your child in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, like, if I, you, I don't think I'm afraid of exactly not starting early uh, and like not like trying to like just throw myself in and all this stuff. I feel like right now it's kind of a weird time to do it, but definitely. For I sure. don't think soon, soon, soon. So like, I think that's like one thing is where it's like, there's never like a perfect time to do anything. Yeah, it's true. As soon as like, if you think of something that you want to do, like start working towards it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like immediately, like the sooner you start, the sooner you'll get to your goals, you know? Yeah. Um, like when you were like, I've, I've done that with like a lot of projects, you know, or, or something I have in mind where it's like, I'll wait around. Like, ah, you know, like I'm kind of busy right now. I'll do it a later date. And then you just like never get to it. Yeah. Or it becomes like a lesser priority. I definitely have uh, that problem. And yeah, you know, I, I, so mean, I, know I definitely identified a lot of the weaknesses that I have. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's just, just don't dude, force yourself into it, force yourself into it, force yourself to do it. Like force yourself into an hour a day of studying, hour a day of, of research, hour a day of something. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. at least that. It probably more like you probably need more like i mean i work way too much on this stuff other than like classes and stuff like classes are like second fiddle you know what i mean yeah um but it's, it's something where you just you just throw yourself in there definitely and then you see the results like and i think i tell that to like most of my friends nowadays like you know they'll talk to me and i'm like one of them was like you know what? i really want to like get into marketing and and um but like, you know, I got to wait till my upper level marketing classes. And I was like, bro, no, what are you, what are you doing? Just like, go find somebody to market for. Like there's clubs on, on your campus. I guarantee you that need people to market for them, you know? And it, it's just stuff like that where you, you throw yourself into the field, you'll get experience and you'll learn. Like, even if you don't know if the field's for you or not, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like you, you like it, but like, yeah. you know, you'll find that out fast and yeah. you'll, but you might, it might also lead you to something that you do like, you know? Like other, yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, for sure. I think like, obviously I kind of hate and love this kind of saying that like life isn't meant to be lived comfortably. And I feel like, yeah, yeah. definitely. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, definitely putting yourself outside of the comfort zone can lead to like a lot of growth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely trying and going to do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can always text me, dude, and I'll try and help you out the best I can with stuff. Um, I would for sure go to like a conference, like yeah. definitely like go to like if there's a lot, I don't know how it works for actuaries, you know, I don't, yeah. but if there's like a lot of, you know, I don't know, maybe just like general um, insurance conferences too, you know, just putting yourself in those situations around the people that actually do this stuff and just like talking, just talking to people mm-hmm. will give you, give you a lot of insights um, and then also help you out a lot in the future too. Yeah. yeah and it's never too early to start so take those tests go (laughs) get internships and stuff like that too you know i've been looking for an internship internship just like natural just like finance and just like looking at like just the field like not actuaries specifically but just like finance as a field Mm -hmm. yeah just something you know field yeah what do you i mean i texted you you like a year ago i was like yeah yeah i didn't have anything i was on my grind shit last year yeah yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. Have you have we have you applied to places or? 
Oh, for colleges or? No, for internships, for internships. No, 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 no. Okay, so I wanted to do this one in Orange, but um, it did not obviously end up working out and a lot of the internships ended up closing and being getting into yeah. a high schooler is definitely hard. So mm-hmm. like, I, like, like I said, my friend has an insurance company. Been talking to him a little bit for about like, trying to just getting a yeah. general view, a feel of like that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's like, that's the thing, like high school is like, you know, freshman in college, they don't take you serious. High school definitely don't take you serious, you know? There's Tim, you see that? <laughs> yeah, I just saw Tim, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's, um, I think that getting your foot in those door, going to that conference, getting that test, like showing you you're serious about something will definitely like persuade people to like actually do it. I mean, like, uh, do you know if I sell? Yeah. My friend yeah. if I sell, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like he um Musa, right? Last name? Yeah, yeah. So this last year he started like over the summer, he started to try to get his realtor license, right? And then just like when he was in the process, he just he was t- he went down to like the real estate office down down the street and they gave him an internship. And then he just recently like finished getting his license, but he's been working there for a couple of months. And it was just like that fact that he had like started this process and was like actually serious about getting into this realtor field that like basically convinced them to give him an internship there because that, that place that he works at, like they don't normally do internships. He literally just walked into the, the office and he was like, Hey, I was wondering if you guys would give me an internship. Like I've been starting to get my realtor license, you know? And it was just that, that, that a fact that he had already shown interest in the field and already taken steps into the field and then throw himself into the situation that ended up getting him a result that he wanted, you know? Filter license is nice. That cash, yeah. maybe flow. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe the true, I work on my own schedule. Like they make that. Yeah, own. yeah, for sure. It, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a nice lifestyle there. And I feel like a lot of people, it's like a good skill set to have. It's like the way you talk to people and uh-huh. marketing and all this stuff. Yeah. You don't really need a degree for it either. It's just... No, it, I mean, you just, you just need your license. Yeah, you just need the license. And, you and it basically, it takes like, dude, it only takes like six months to get your license. Yeah. It's like, what? Where? Like, what? Because <laughs> it's really not a hard field, you know, like you look up the house price and you like connect people and you uh, yeah. sell the house, you know, it's not like super complex. You just kind of have to expand your, like your web of influence. Mm-hmm. Your- yeah, it's, it's, it's very much like a people's job, like a yeah. conversational job and stuff like that. Definitely, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, good talk, bro. All right, well, we're going to move on to this segment. I, okay. Brady, okay. One, oh, I got to decline this call. That's my, <laughs> that's my girlfriend. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you know, What type of questions do you got for me? Uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's kind of like um, weird because I was talking to a friend. And then oh, no, it, no. But, I, but it wasn't like me trying to spite her friend or anything like it just like naturally happened we yeah had, yeah yeah we're for talking sure. a lot like, and all that stuff so we talk move we're like moving and then i just like asked her asked her out we kind of had like a weird i think it was, wait, what, it was my was it like during covid it started or like what no no, no like so junior year so like oh, okay, kind of before okay. COVID, like january okay okay for sure oh uh, we started dating in january um I, I mean, you just have the normal problems. There's like some, at the beginning, you kind of have like, not trust issues, but it's like, you're kind of like hesitant for a lot of no, stuff. No, you're still, I mean, you're still getting to know the person, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's like, like. We picked it, we definitely like, like, we got over it. We FaceTime every day. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. So Is like, it, so um, wait, was it like a struggle for you, like over? over oh, no, uh, no, no. Are you guys still able to see each other a lot? Or yeah, like, we okay, saw each okay. other a lot. 
Okay, uh, that's good. Not COVID guidelines, as you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and just it was pretty easy. And like, oh. also, uh, I don't know, just like, fuck, bro, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it weird, dude? I don't know. It's just I can't really explain it. It's just nice. It's nice to have. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely. What about uh, you, bro? What about you? I definitely no 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 yeah it's definitely like I don't know I mean it's definitely like really nice it's it's I is this your is your first right or uh yeah like high school I mean you have those like fake no yeah yeah no but this is like first like yeah, real real like I mean yeah. I, I don't really consider like if you have to have your mom and dad take you to go to the no mall, no, no I mean like, you know what I mean like you're actually yeah, like kind of like emotionally involved and stuff like that yeah and, yeah it's it's definitely like a it's like a big wake up call kind of. Mm-hmm. you know it's like i don't know for me it like showed me like a whole different world of stuff you know where it's like like i don't know i think guys are like set in their one way you know like just kind of like kind of rocks you know yeah. and you and kind of like, um you kind of like really really start paying attention to details of a person and stuff yeah yeah like, yeah for you sure feel like, you, like your actions are actually like before like it's always about yourself but your actions are actually yeah. affecting someone and mm-hmm. it's definitely a huge learning curve yeah getting like obviously i just I'd classify it as immaturity. I just said, I didn't say dumb things about her. I like was doing just dumb things. Not no, like, dude, dude, things. don't, don't worry, dude. I just, yeah, I've dumb shit. shit. It's just, dude, yeah. it's just like, cause you, you just don't think, dude, yeah. you know, and you just like don't think it's how it's gonna like affect the other mm-hmm. person, you know, and it's just like, it's weird. It's like definitely taking, takes like a going up here, you know, where it's like, um, you know, you have to like learn how, how this whole thing works, especially the first time. Yeah. And you definitely, ah, you just. And I know, they, I know where you're at. You're, you're, yeah. You're in the, you're in you the. Know, you don't know how to talk about it yet. Yeah. You, you don't know how to talk about it yet. <laughs> you're still, you're still, uh, you're still early on. <laughs> I guess I don't really know. You'll have to come back. We'll, we'll come back we'll in like come back a, to it. like a year, dude, and you'll be able to talk about it a lot better. Yeah. I just said some dumb shit. I know that. Uh, <laughs> Don't on. worry. I think I think we've almost said our fair share, but yeah. you know, I I've said some dumb, dumb, dumb things. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. That's, that's another time, but I think you know. I think I don't know. I think my dumb things were probably worse than yours. Mine, mine were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> mine were like, mine were like. When I look back at it now, I'm just like, bro, what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. like why did that even come to your mind? <laughs> to yeah, I feel like a lot of stuff is like that, though. Like, I mean, obviously, as we get older, you're a full-ass adult now, so. Wait, yeah. you're, you turn 20 soon. I turn 20 next month. Yeah. The 19th. That's crazy. You old. You're old as fuck. How does it yeah. feel to not be a teen? Like you're Bro, well, I'm still a teen, dude. I'm holding on, dude. I, I don't know. It's going to be so weird. I'm just like. You feel like an adult? Like that ass. Uh, you know, it's hard because I still live, like, at home, obviously, because COVID, but it, I feel like that's, like, the biggest jump, like, when you start living, like, away, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it feels like, I don't know, like, obviously, like, a lot more independent with all my stuff, yeah. but it's not like, I haven't had, like, a huge, like, leap, you know, where I feel like I'm, like, completely, like, my own adult, you know, because I'm still, like, in my house, and you know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy, so we'll see. We'll see that your progression as a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still a little kid, bro. I'm in high school, so. <laughs> How are you, 17 now? 18? Yeah, I'm 17. 17. I'm turning 18 in January, so. Oh, wait, when, what's her age? Uh, She just turned 17. But, hey, we've been dating oh, for. Oh, 
No, nah, you're gonna you're, you're about to catch a case, bro. You're about to. Catch... <laughs> no, I'm not about to catch a case. I'm trying. To nah, bro, bro. I'm gonna report. You. I'm gonna have to report you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this crazy, crazy. I did. I I when when I go, I I I, te- I had I teased her about that because it was like a little bit different. Where it was like, mm-hmm. um, where it was like I was a little older. And I was yeah. like, and she was like, she was like only a couple months behind. But I was like, oh, we can't. No, no, nothing. Yeah, can't, no. can't, can't try and catch a case today. No, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, damn, we've really been moving, bro. We definitely been moving. That's it's crazy good. to see how like how much you've grown up. That ass. Me? Like, you're actually yeah. You're actually like super. Like I mean, I wasn't saying like you weren't mature. Like when I, I mean, obviously I was a sophomore and I kind of definitely saw you differently. But now <laughs> you're like, like I kind of see it now. Where like you're a dead ass adult. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like that much of it. I feel like I told you I feel like smarter just because of all the experiences, but like otherwise, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, definitely feel- the way you like elaborate more, and I feel like that has to do kind of like with you being like leads and all this stuff that you have to. Yeah, like- I mean, I talk to a lot of people every day, and I had to be like, I tried to I had to be super clear about what I want and what I what needs to be done. Um, and managing people is definitely definitely a skill, you know. I did, yeah, it's definitely you like. When you told me that you were a lead, I didn't see you as like a managing or like that you wanted to like kind of go in that direction. Really? I was like really quiet or at least no, for my, so, like you were like like talkative and stuff like during soccer, but like overall as a general person, I always saw you as like quiet and all this stuff. No, really? That's so, that's so <laughs> weird. No, I mean, okay. So the thing with like soccer is like, it's hard. It was hard for me to like lead there because I felt like people didn't care. You know what I mean? That's true. We were too trolly, bro. You you know what I mean? Like so, it's like, it, it, it in this setting where people actually like care. You know, like where I'm at now, and they it's actually not, care. I feel like you have the same interest too. Like yeah, you know, but and everybody wants this common goal to happen, and they, yeah. that common goal like is basically I need to have that happen. You know, and I need to have people lead. And, and yeah. I I really like leadership and like that stuff, but it, it just like in high school like you know soccer team is like just go out there and mess around you know like nobody really cares nobody's gonna listen to anything you say you know mm-hmm. so it was like it was like something that you can't really do there where i felt like i wasn't able to do there yeah so yeah I, maybe yeah there's just like kind of the setting like context but mm-hmm. yeah you grown up kid <laughs> yeah, you're the kid bro wait what are you talking wait, hold on i'm taller than you dead ass i'm the no you're ass. dude I, we've I, I'm, gonna drive, I'm gonna drive to your house and we're gonna measure all right out. for sure i'm gonna run phase bro i'm gonna run phase i'm tired i'm not this little tiny kid anymore. oh man that's for y'all that's crazy all right we're going to too hot wrapping it up too hot I'm, what is that yeah it's trivia questions i don't know it's, trivia. it's a minute and 30 seconds and answer as many as you can um, I've been getting complaints from only one person saying that I've been giving two easy questions. So, so sorry. Actually, no, I'm just reusing some questions that I used already. Okay. So, Explain it lazy. 30 seconds. Uh, top score is nine. Our, we just got our lowest score today, five. So, <laughs> I mean, a minute and 30 seconds is not a lot, but all right. Starting in three, two, one, go. E equals MC squared was a formula developed by what famous physicist? Albert Einstein. Who won the 2019 NBA championship? Uh, Toronto Raptors. Phil Kessel plays what sport? Phil Kessel Cole. <laughs> what is the biggest island? Uh, Greenland. 
What musical term is, indicates a chord where the notes are played one after another rather than all together? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know music. <laughs> <laughs> Who scored the winning goal in the 2020 UEFA Champions League final? 2020? Yeah. Bro, I'm disappointed because I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, who won 2020? Oh, it was, um, it was uh, uh, Kingsley Coleman. Ooh, that was clutch. What is the rarest blood type? Uh, o negative. Nope. Is <laughs> it O positive? No, it's AB negative. No, it's not. Which, yeah, it is. What so is? Rare. No, it's not. Bro, you're wasting your time. In which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located in? Um, that's in the Atlantic. Who was the original person to play the Elma voice? For the what? Who was the original person to play the Elma voice? I have no idea. What city is the Gateway Arch in? Uh, San Francisco. What the? <laughs> the wait. Ancient... Oh, wait, the Gateway. Oh, that's in yeah. France. St. Louis, Louis, fool. The ancient oh, Chinese you, no, Dude, that's literally called the St. Louis Arch. No, Gateway Arch, bro. All right, all right. I, I, I no, you dude, this is... Time is up. Right, time is up. Why are you debating the... Why are you debating the trivia <laughs> master? Hold on, I'll give you one last question. You're not even going to get it, though. The ancient Chinese concept of harmonious design, which was created to introduce a balance between humans and their environment, is called what? Um, oh, man. Is it... Uh, uh, oh, it's Daoism? No, eat my ass. <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. Let me calculate you. One, two. Wait, three, wait, wait. What was the? Dude, you have to tell me the answer. Bro, right. your questions are whack, dude. <laughs> oh, now I got another one on my head. I got another. All right, Phil Kessel plays hockey. Uh, Rares, hey, check Rare's blood type, bro. You might. You I, might dude, I swear it's. Is it AB negative? Oh, it is. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, eat my ass. Bro. Oh, you know what it is. I think O negative is the one that can go with everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm O negative. And then O positive is the one that can receive everything. Or Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Hold okay. On. And then, hold on. Let me look at my other one. I'm going to pull it up on my Mac because my computer just got super hot and started glitching out. That's crazy. Um, the last, the one about harmonious thing is Chinese uh, feng shui. Gateway Arch. All right, let's look. Let's look. You Gateway might, you might have, you might have a case, bro. You might have a case. I've only heard of it called as the St. Louis Arch. Yeah, and guess what? Gateway Arch National Park. Boom! I see this St. Louis ass arch in here. All right, I'll take that one. You know, like I've only heard of it as referred to that, not the the. Gateway you also arch. argued, bro. You also argue with the test person. So like, what? Well, you... I mean, I got it. I at a point, didn't well, I? Wasted, wasted your time, bro. Wasted. Yeah, whatever. It was worth it. I got my point back. I got my justice. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm getting argued with. He said no. <laughs> Dude, hey, do you not trust my research? What, what the hell is this? No, you have to prove it. You have to prove it. See? This bro, is what you have to do. I, I proved it to you. I'll give this you the point. This is what I have to do with my team. I'm like, it, they tell me something. I'm like, wait, how'd you get that? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Nah, I'm I'm not taking that point away. Fuck you. I'm no, just, what? You are now at the bottom, bro. I put you put you high, bro. <laughs> bro, wow, wow. Now I'm gonna tell everyone that this guy has no general knowledge. It's because you wasted your time, bro, arguing with me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. See, you always gotta have a, a head up on me. That's crazy. Yeah. Things, some things just never change, huh? <laughs> hey, man, you gotta you gotta use your brain more. What are you talking about? You gotta use your brain more, apparently. Bro, I had it right. You just don't. You don't even know your questions, bro. 
What are you talking about? These questions are all right. Bro, there's, Gateway there's Arch slash St. Louis Arch, bro. Nah, it wasn't. I looked it up. Gateway Arch, bro. Look at this. St. Gateway Louis. Arch. I see the fat St. Louis Arch, bro. St. Louis Arch. Thank you. Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> you have five, bro. Okay, dude. Whatever, whatever. Something just never changed, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, that was That's fun it. talking All to right. you. All right, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely have you on again. Or we can just, okay, yeah. just text me about whenever you get your cube set up. and Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll probably put it, like, on my Snapchat and stuff. Yeah. Like, probably want to see if people can go and watch and stuff. But. For sure. All right, later. Yeah. All right, I'll see you, yeah. Yep. Yeah.